Hey y'all, I'm Heather. I am a wife and a mother and an insurance agency owner, a friend and a PTA advocate. I am so excited to talk about all of the things that I find most precious here within our community, within our lives and within our faith, friendships and relationships. Here on Heather's Most Precious. All right, so speaking of Heather's most precious, friendships are at the top of that list. So I am here with my good friend, Michael Carlsa. Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hello. Um, my name is Michael Crosa. Your name is Heather Hendrickson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Yeah. Thank so, you so much. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, so my business is um, called Chattanooga Podcast Studios um, in the uh, the related Podnooga network. Um, I help people with their podcasts, both building and recording them and editing them making them and then also just getting them out there and uh, publishing and monetization and all that kind of stuff. That yeah. is very cool. Now, Michael and I met at a BNI group. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of joined around the same time, it seemed like, right? I think so. I think like you right beat me by a other. couple months, but yeah, we were like, yeah, right in the Y'all same. Y'all hear that? I beat him. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> um, so our, our B&I chapter, which beats on Mondays at 4.30, and I'm, we've formed a lot of good friendships within our cute little yeah. chapter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, for those who don't know what B&I is, um, Business Networking International, uh-huh. it is just a, you kind of find your group. It's a group of people, which becomes a chapter. Chapter. Be yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and for, for reference, I think there's about like 20-ish chapters in Chattanooga. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're in like 80 countries, something crazy. Yeah, they're all over the place. Um, but it's just a, an area, a space that you meet with people. They learn about your business. You learn about theirs. And it's kind of a group that you pass referrals back and forth. And honestly, what it's become, I think for it's fair to say for both of us, is a group of friends that just help you become the best version of yourself within yeah. the field that you're in and they want to help you grow grow your business as you theirs and, yeah. and it's neat to be able to have a place where you can talk business owner or, or professional to another yeah um, brainstorm ideas and strategies and um and then also right like what would you do in this situation or, or things like totally. that i think it's been a lot of fun yeah no and I, and I think for me i think this is kind of what you're getting at but like for me i don't have like co-workers mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like yeah. it's a way to feel like there's a group like i'm going in to see these regular people and like all that kind of stuff even though they're completely different industries um and then yeah there have been a couple times where it's like hey i'm having this issue with a a lawyer that i hired so other lawyer in this group like what am i what am i missing like what Mm -hmm. am i you know how can i how how should i be thinking about this situation that's been really helpful and then and then you were talking about the referrals to me that's like the the really cool part is that's the whole game of it it's like i think a lot of times networking events are about gimme 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 business and then but but BNI is kind of designed around this idea, how do I give business? Right. How do I refer people that I know? How do I listen to, you know, because you have your mm-hmm. insurance business, right? right? So if I'm out and about, how should I be listening to, for people yeah. who what are the red services? flags? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah or green flags. Or what, yeah. And, um, and I think that's just a cool way to approach it. Yeah. It is. Giver's gain, TM. Yes. As they, yeah. And I, I think, too, knowing that 
anybody who's in this BNI organization, it's kind of they have their stamp of approval on them, right? Mm-hmm. So I know that you, if if I pass a referral to you, I know they're going to be taken care of well. Mm-hmm. So I could find someone out in Arkansas, right? That's part of BNI. If yeah. my parents needed something and know that they're going to be taken care of because they are a part of this organization. Um, and that's just a really cool thing, cool thing to be a part of. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and then, like you said, givers gain and, um, and it doesn't hurt when you get a little bit of, bit of business too. So yeah, that was fun, a little stutter on the way. Um, so I know that, um, something else we both have in common, we're both transplants here yes. in Chattanooga. Yes, tell yes, me yes. a little bit about, um, kind of what brought you to Chattanooga. Okay, cool. Yeah. Happy to tell that story. Okay. So my career thus far um, has been in the world of higher education and particularly like student development outside of the classroom. And so um, think about things like orientation, student activities, housing, right? Like that kind of realm. Um, And in particular, I've been doing a lot of, um, or did a lot of behavioral intervention stuff. So student conduct, student misconduct, sexual misconduct, investigations, like that kind of stuff has been my background. And um, when I was doing that work, I um, always really felt like I was doing my best work when I was working with students in crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the... Case management in student affairs is um, it's it's non-clinical, so it's like you don't need like a um, psychologist license or social work license right. or whatever. But you're still helping students who are kind of at their roughest moments get connected mm-hmm. to the right resources. And I'd always been wanting to find a job like that. I'm okay. Also, rewind. I'm from Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. okay. I found that job uh, posted at University of Texas in Austin, mm. and um, dream job. So I moved to Austin. I was working in this job. It was hard. It was challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, you know, it was, it was what I'd wanted to do. Um, I found out that living in a city, like that was too much city for me. I think okay. people think of Austin as being a small town. It's actually pretty big. Um, Everything in Texas is big. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I would have these kind of like existential things of like, man, my going from my apartment to the office is one hour just spent in this like concrete corridor. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? Um, So that was rough. And then Mm -hmm. COVID hit and then, um, and I'm doing, you know, crisis intervention. Right. And so, um, yeah. So like we processed all kinds of like financial hurdles for people and like helped out with, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then the, the snowstorm hit in, in 2021. I don't know if you remember yeah. hearing about that, oh. but yeah, it was like... Because um, y'all were hit like back to back to back. Yeah, yeah. And it was like Texas, you don't think of it as being a cold place, but right. um, yeah, in, the, in that winter, there was a week where the state, half the state more or less lost power and it stayed below freezing for that, that whole mess. week. Mm-hmm. And like... You know, that might be one thing if it was in Minnesota, but like in Texas, like nobody has coats. Nobody has, you know, right. The buildings are meant to shed heat, right? Not keep it. And Mm -hmm. so like I personally had a rough experience and then, but then also I was also trying to do my job and take care of people who are also going through it. You know what I mean? So like all this stuff. Take care of you. Nobody, right. Right, 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 exactly. So anyway, anyway, um, 
all that to say that for me that was kind of like the breaking point of like okay cool i did it this is great um time to move back to the southeast um look for a job that is not so emotionally involved um so i started applying at different um universities kind of around the area and utc happened to be the first one to pick me up um, and so now I'm doing, I, I do teacher licensure there for the School of Education, which is essentially just, um, it's like academic advising, just okay. with the state and, and state teacher license policies. It's very emotionally removed. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so then, so that's, that's the day job. And then I'm, I'm building this, uh, this podcast business and really have had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a very long answer to how I ended up here, but That's really, <laughs> the the takeaway is that it's it felt like a dart on the map, mm-hmm. um, and it's the best dart I ever threw. Absolutely yeah. right, because you met me. I mean, I, <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're part of that picture. Oh, that's Absolutely. awesome. I'm. I, I know. Just from hearing your story too how much you you have overcome and what a neat thing not only did you get to check off that box right being yeah. in texas and like hey cool i did it yep, and job, yep. you made it through a really tough season right i think we all have these hard seasons and you did that during a pandemic time when <laughs> things are already crazy adding in the snowstorm adding in being alone right um and so coming here had to have been kind of refreshing and just such a neat side. Now, I also know the other side of that is you met your wife. I did. <laughs> Tell me about Hannah. We love Hannah. We Ooh. love Hannah. Um, yes, Hannah's great. Um, so I'm pausing because I'm thinking about how how long of the story do I tell? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll tell the, I'll tell, okay, so. Um, You're like, I'll tell it all. I'll tell it all. It's an expose. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Um, right, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Okay, so when, so like you said, when I moved here, I moved to Chattanooga not knowing anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm from Asheville. It's a four-hour drive. So it's like, that's, you know, yeah. closer, but it's not home. Um, and I, yeah, so I was, I was trying to start from, from zero and all that. Um, one of the things I really like to do is go see movies. I used to go a weekly just to go see a movie. And, um, yeah, so when I first moved here, it was pretty lonely. Um, another thing about me is I've always really wanted to be a parent mm-hmm. and part of just sort of the situation of, of leaving um, Texas and kind of was also, um, I had an ex who that wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, part of their story, right? Okay, yeah. anyway, so um, <laughs> so all of that to say is that was really fresh on my mind. It's like, I want a family. I want to be part of a family and raise a family and I'm here by myself and all mm-hmm. of this and um, I remember going to see the movie Encanto um, oh by myself, goodness. and <laughs> beautiful movie, it's right? A beautiful, it really heart. is, and um, and also okay. So my dad's side of the family is Cuban, so I'm half Cuban. Oh. Don't look it; they don't look so it either. Resonated with so you. it really did because I mean that whole story is about this this girl who's part of a Hispanic family, and she doesn't quite feel like she's part of that family, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's all this stuff, right? So I, you know, I and I also love to cry in movies. So I was, you know, oh. I'm sitting there crying. Anyway. Um, and so that was within the first few months of moving here. Fast forward, fast forward. Um, you know, on the dating apps. Um, and I come across Hannah. And um, she happened to be in Ireland. 
at the time. Um, really? She was like just doing travel, whatever. And so we were back and forth. And, and one of the first things that she asked was, or she said, I'm about to get on a plane. Uh, tell me the name of your podcast so that I can listen to it on the plane. And that was oh, so sweet. sweet. And a lot of times people <laughs> in dating apps, you're like, oh, you have a podcast. Yeah. Oh, right. What's so like, real <laughs> right. So like to get that response was already like really exciting. Right. Um, and then when she landed, she had all these things she wanted to ask me about it and how'd you do this and what, you know, all that. So that was, that was lovely. We, um, and so we, we texted for a couple of weeks while she was still over there. Um, until That's she came awesome. back. And so our, for our first date, I offered to, to make dinner for her at my house and had her over and, um, you know, did that, cooked dinner. She's a musician. I'm a musician. So we're like playing songs. We're talking to each other. Like nobody's looking at their phone. Like all of this stuff is oh, going on. It's really intimate, right? Yeah, it's yeah. really connected. Uh, so, okay, so time goes on, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're, it's maybe like three or four hours. It's like getting kind of late. She's helping me with dishes. And all of a sudden we hear this big knock on the door. Oh God, like knocking like that on your door at 1030 at night is not a good thing, right? No, it's kind of scary. So I'm kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like worried about it. And uh, so I start kind of like making my way to the door and I hear her behind me go, oh, oh my gosh, I know what this is. I'm thinking, is this an X? Like, what is this? Oh, and gosh. well, remember I said we weren't looking at our phones and remember oh. said that I had invited her to my house. So her friends hadn't heard from her. They knew that she was going to this strange they man's house. They freaked out. They freaked out. <laughs> they, <laughs> she was, <laughs> and so a sister, a Good cousin, and friends. a best friend, yes, drove Holy from Calhoun, God. Georgia, 45 minutes to come bang on my front door alive. and demand. <laughs> yeah. Proof we of want her, her back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, no, she just opens the door. He's a nice guy. And <laughs> I hear Yeah, and I hear somebody outside say, Well, it would have been nice to know that. Oh. So anyway, that was our, our first date story. And That's um, hilarious. Yeah. And that was in I guess that was summer of last year. And so um pretty soon, you know, I had a dating checklist of like who you know, qualities that I was looking yeah. for in a person and she knocked him out. Like she got, she like got all of them, did. and then and then some really quick, right? And and like within about three months, um, we were I, we were painting in one of the bedrooms, and um, I just I just heard asked, I was like, okay, uh, so you know, so you meet my checklist. Um, is is there anything you need? to know about me or, you know what I mean like is it what's what is your sh yeah. and she was quiet and uh she goes well to be honest I've been knowing <laughs> oh I love that I've been knowing <laughs> yeah oh. and and she laid well so that was our, our wedding hashtag is hashtag they've been knowing oh. and um she later corrected me and said that what I actually said there's not a doubt in my mind doesn't matter. Anyway, so, you know, still a sweet story, right? Not as cute as the other one. Right. <laughs> They've been knowing. The hashtag worthy. Yeah. And, um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, okay, so that happened. Then in January of this year, we found out we're having a baby. Yeah. Really exciting. All of that family it's stuff comes through. And we watched, um, like within that first week, we watched Encanto again. Oh, and it means so much it more now. It meant such a different mm. thing. And like as soon as she started singing about, you know, Welcome to the Family Magical, I just lost it. Of I was like course. bawling. I was so, I was just with this person that. Just overjoyed. Yeah, yeah. It was great. And That's fantastic. 
So, yeah, so really meaningful. And so we got, yeah, we got married about a month or two ago. Oh, and baby Kroos is coming in uh, October. Oh, it's and so exciting. Yeah, yeah. I love really that. Excited. You know, it's one of those things, um, in which we've talked about this, just how do you know, right? I remember always asking my parents have been together for um, 40 years. And I would always be like, but how did you know, right? <laughs> and they're like, you just know. And I'm like, no, but how do you know that you know? Yeah. Like, you just, it, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Until you, until it until happens you to know. you. Until you know, yeah. And you're like, oh my goodness. Like that, it's not something that they can tell you. It's not something anyone can tell you. You just know. It's just this amazing peace, right, that yeah. you have. And Nick and I just celebrated our 15th anniversary. Wow, and, congrats. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. It happened really fast. That little 20-year-old baby who got married. Like, yeah. And it's, it's one of those things. And we've even explained to our children, um, it, it will happen a long time from now, right? Cause yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, almost 14 and 9. Like, nope, a long time from now. But it's not something that you have to look for gonna find you yeah when it's supposed to happen right and um, but how neat and and how neat too right here movies for me music any of that plays musicals all of that speaks to me just so yeah. deeply that creative piece right um and that you can watch something right or hear a song or, or read a lyric or whatever and it hits you differently depending on what Part of life you're in, what season you're totally. walking through, totally right. Yeah. It, it it could remind you of sadness, right, or build that sadness and, and longing inside of you, or it could overwhelm you with the amount of yeah. joy that you feel <laughs> and just gratitude, right, yeah. to, for where you are compared to where you have been, um, and how neat, right, that yeah. we have avenues that allow us to freely express ourselves and feel things that yeah. we probably could not navigate on our own, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and with movies, I've heard that a lot of the kind of classic Disney movies, you know, Toy Story or whatever, that, you know, when you're a kid, you see them as a kid, but then as a parent, you realize they're just as much about parenting oh, yeah. as they are about being a kid or whatever. And so I'm just, I'm just excited to... To see them again, yeah, at a whole new see level, them from right? Fresh new eyes, yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. I love babies. I'm so excited for you. I think that I would have a million more. My husband's like, no, <laughs> I don't want to be an old dad. But he was like, we are not having more. Um, but I just, I, oh my goodness, babies. Yeah. Oh, and I'm so excited. Y'all are having one. But I'm telling you, you will, you will start to see things just through a whole different light. You love your wife, right? Mm -hmm. But when you have a baby, oh, there's just something about it like you can't explain. And then as you start to see yourself or your wife through through your child, right? When you're looking into your son's face, like yeah. it's just such such a joy and get to experience things. And all of that is gonna be Ooh, the best. it's coming, yeah. What are you, what has been the coolest thing about pregnancy that mm. you have experienced? Yeah, great question. I think going back to the idea of like just knowing of like I f there there are certain pieces of I mean there are some some nervousness, right? I'm not going to say I'm not nervous, but the things that I'm nervous about are all trivial stuff that I know is going to get worked out and the things about like is this the right person? Yeah. 
hundred percent is, you know, I'm nervous. Is my family going to support, help support? Yeah. hundred percent. And like that, that kind of stuff, the, the, those big questions, it, I don't know. It's like almost solidified of like, yes, all of those things are strong yeses and happy yeses and. And that yeah. makes it all the sweeter, yeah. doesn't it? It Your really community. does. Yeah, That's exactly. Fantastic. Yeah, community. Knowing that I, how much I appreciate Chattanooga, and knowing that, um, you know, I always say this about the difference between Austin and Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Austin gets called a really cool city, and you know, it is. Um, in my experience, some of the things that were really cool about it is like the live music scene and the bar scene and the things that um, you, know, you probably didn't want to bring your kid to. <laughs> um, and some of the things that makes Chattanooga so cool is the aquarium and yeah. the, you know, the Riverside Parks and Absolutely. like some things that do feel much more fun for all ages and, yeah. and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I just, I just feel confident about being here and uh, yeah, it just, it feels great. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, something else that you do outside of UTC um, and your podcast, your business, Mm -hmm. um, you teach some courses at the Chattery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk to us about what is so precious about the Chattery. Okay, so the Chattery is, oh, it's a really cool concept. They, um, you know, with the, the belief that learning is fun and that as adults that you know, there should be more opportunities to make friends and do fun things and learn things. Mm-hmm. Um, they offer a, a space where people can take classes and learn. And um, it's usually kind of like one-time classes, like spend an evening, come learn how to knit or learn, you know, this thing about uh, companion plants for your garden or, you know what I mean, like that that kind of stuff. And it's usually an hour, hour and a half. Um and, and it's cool. It's a great place to, to meet people by doing activities. It's a great place to just, yeah, learn something new at low stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started um, teaching a, a voice acting class there about a year or so ago. And um, what, one of my other podcasts is called Jollyville Radio. It has a lot of, you know, voice acting and stuff. And at a very, like, kind of low entry level, like beginner level, mm-hmm. I should say. And so, um, you know, I haven't done voice acting, like, professionally, but enough that, you know, I could lead a class and, and have fun and, and make it meaningful and worthwhile. And um, so I started doing that, and then, and that was a ton of fun. And then um, in February of this year, 2023, I was like, well, I have all this podcasting experience, why don't I start a podcasting class? Um, and... That, and, and so I had, did my first one in February, and also right about that time um, is when I launched my local podcast, which you know well, um, my part of town, Chattanooga. And within that month, th- those two things, launching the podcast and starting teaching podcasting at the Chattery, um, my phone started ringing. Like I was getting um, just like random people asking questions about how do I get this set up. Our friend Josh Robinson at yeah. uh, the Daily Refresh got in touch and asked me to be on his show, um, and so that kind of like opened my eyes of like, oh, this is this is an opportunity, right? Of like I can provide the service, I can be part of this, and um, so yeah. So that was that was sort of how. Um, Chattanooga Podcast Studios was born, but um, but even still, like I still 
we'll teach classes at the Chattery, and and yeah, it's fun. Like I said, it's it's fun. It's um it's low stakes for the people who are coming, and it's it's a good time. That's awesome. Yeah. More information at thechattery.org. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, and I love, like you said, there's classes for all ages. My favorite thing is when you got real Southern, when you were like, they even offer knitting. <laughs> like knitting, yeah. Well, funny like enough. Like granny on the I, porch. <laughs> <laughs> I also taught cross-stitching there. I taught about three or four different cross-stitch classes. That is awesome. Yeah. I love that there is this um, kind of emphasis on greater education and continuing even if it's not in a classroom setting right mm-hmm. even if we're not getting a degree right you learning how to you're gaining another skill right yeah. Do something differently um and once again we're growing the community you're building relationships and friendships and yeah. part of you know my favorite part of chattanooga is just the the community um and, and how you you can people are friendly you know when i yeah. met my husband we met in illinois um, and I was just up there for high school. I told him, I said, look, my goal is to move down south where the tea is sweet and the people are friendly. <laughs> and after growing up in Atlanta, I just I really yeah. needed a city with a lot of shopping and a lot of friendly faces that held open the door for you. And that's what you have in Chattanooga. Yeah. Um, now, I know you're in North Georgia, which is still Chattanooga, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, all of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would you say is the most precious thing about Chattanooga, North Georgia? Uh so cheesy. Hannah was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, and brownie points. <laughs> and brownie points. Um, <laughs> no, I think I think um, kind of what I mentioned earlier about just the there's a strong community element here. Um, you know, when I was living in in Austin, yes, somebody how long they've been here, and like answers like four and five years were were a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. Those were people who had been in, in Austin for a long time. And, um, you know, talk, talking about transplants, I mean, you've been here 15 years and mm-hmm. you still call yourself a transplant. Yeah, I know. Like, it's weird. That's, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think I, I've that's been the experience of like and when I've interviewed people for the the my podcast mm-hmm. that's about Chattanooga, sometimes people will say like, oh, well, I've only been here like 20 years or yeah. something like that. And so there's there's at the same time that, that there's this like really long-term love and, and commitment mm-hmm. by the people who live here there's also um space for people like me who just got here two years ago and i think that's really cool and i think that's really fun and i think that maybe there are probably some chattanooga locals who don't like that but, right, right. <laughs> but um but i mean I, I think most of the people that i've talked to have kind of echoed that that it's it's a great place to be it's a it's a very welcoming place and um yeah and i want to jump back to something that you remind me of um talking about like making friends and making connections Mm -hmm. okay i've got a formula for how to make friends as an adult okay and it applies to our situation perfectly so you number one you need to find um repetition so either being at the same place the, the same day of the week or like whatever, whatever. okay. Number two, um, an activity. So like, oh, let's be friends, uh, let's go grab coffee. Well, that's not really an activity because you're trying to force in a, a conversation across right. the table. But if you're doing something, you're engaged in something, you're taking class at the chattery, you're doing something, right, okay, now there's an activity. And then number three, opportunities for private conversation. And so if you have those three things and you stick at it and you commit it to it, you'll make friends. Yeah. And that's going Absolutely. making this full circle. You and I are engaged in something, yeah. B and I. 
we see each other weekly yeah. and we have the opportunity for private conversation. I mean, it's built into BNI, right. but also, you know, we're kind of the whispering and yeah, and joking and texting <laughs> in the meeting and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't announce that. We're not texting <clears throat> in the meeting. Yeah. Who? What? <laughs> Who hijacked our podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. No, I think that's great. I mean, I think as you're growing up, right, you think being a child, like, oh, it's so hard and so hard to find friends. Everything will be better when I'm an adult. And then you're an adult and you're like, yeah. And a lot of things are better. And also, yeah, it's hard to actually make friends. But you're still broke. (laughs) And it's so hard to make friends Um, (laughs) until you find your people. But I do. I agree that um, Chattanooga being the hub, so close to larger cities, Nashville, Atlanta, all of that, but still close enough to have mm-hmm. a great community um but you still may not know who you sit next to at dinner i love that yeah right there's always room for more relationship building i love that well michael thank you yeah so thanks much. for having me yes this, has been, this has been fun i love this and um, thanks for being a piece of what makes chattanooga so precious oh, to thanks. me um, and y'all we can't wait for next episode Woo-hoo. have a great week y'all we'll see you later Heather's Most Precious is brought to you with love by the Hendrickson Agency, an insurance agency serving all of Georgia and Tennessee. The Hendrickson Agency, properly protecting your most precious possessions. Support for Heather's Most Precious is provided by Study.com, which offers SAT and ACT study materials and even has resources for AP and college credit courses. Listeners of Heather's Most Precious get 30% off their first three months of any subscription level with offer code PRECIOUS. Just go to study.com and use offer code PRECIOUS at checkout. Heather's Most Precious is produced by Chattanooga Podcast Studios and is part of the Podnooga Network. Find out more at chattanoogapodcaststudios.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode of Heather's Most Precious. Proud member of the Podnooga Network.